Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech, the morning after report. Pain. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through love. Thanks for joining us on Locked On Texas Tech, the morning after and all across the 806 this morning following a 34 to 24 loss against the Horn Frogs of Texas Christian the taste is <sighs> I'm not even sure this is coffee at this point in time what are we looking at well not enough to pull off the improbable on the road from Fort Worth and really it was just a combination of issues first and foremost the Horn Frogs doing some things right Got to credit the season, obviously, that they are putting together now 9-0 and on the year. Very likely to make an appearance in the college football playoff top four this week. And wondering just what the ceiling might look like for Sonny Dykes and the gang in year one for his coaching staff in Fort Worth. So want to credit those in purple as they made a lot of things hard on the Red Raiders. Certainly want to credit their quarterback, Max Duggan, for having an outstanding year. And continuing to just refuse to give the football up, he would not break the Red Raiders uh, in on the fun as far as the turnover column was concerned. And at the end of the day, you couldn't come up with enough big plays uh, to make the difference as you fall by 10 on the road. Special teams touchdown a part of what was going down the wrong way for Texas Tech as you see that early on. But that was a part of what was an offensive first half for the Horn Frogs that look really nothing like what they have been accustomed to seeing from their offense so far this season. Really do have to credit Tim DeRuiter and the Red Raider defense as you saw a first half there come to an end with Texas Christian scoring only six offensive points. So I think you once again are looking at the story on the day that involves a defense that did their part, but unfortunately was not getting a whole lot of help. Otherwise, some of that within the control of Texas Tech, some of that outside of the control of Texas Tech. You see Red Raider quarterback Baron Morton go down with an injury, unfortunately. And obviously, whenever you understood that he was not going to return to the game, had to feel like all bets were off. Credit to Tech for continuing to fight. Was glad, if nothing else, you continued to see a team compete. And I think you did have the right kind of response following a really disappointing weekend against the Baylor Bears, obviously, uh, at Jones Stadium. Didn't know exactly what kind of response you were going to get as you open up a tough one on the road against the Horn Frogs, a top 10 team nationally, but you got the kind of response that you wanted to have. The first half, uh, I thought, was really nice for Tech in most ways. And when you had a healthy quarterback, when you had a healthy Baron Morton in the game, I even thought offensively, uh, you were doing some things really, really well. And I thought, hey, early on, here's an effort to get some things going on the ground as far as the rushing attack was concerned. But for the day at large, it was not to be as offensively. You really ran into some big trouble uh, once you had to turn to some other quarterback options and beyond. So a whole lot to process leaving this one in Fort Worth. And of course, unfortunately, processing some things as well Outside of the lines, so to speak, processing some things that involve guys in striped shirts. And even as we begin our conversation with my co-host, Chris Level, processing some things that began 
on a tarmac. Talking about a long Friday on the runway for the Red Raiders as the plane did not take off at its scheduled time. I think something like eight or nine hours later, the Red Raiders actually do begin the journey to the Metroplex. I think those kids probably handled it better than some of the adults uh, that, that had to experience the the travel issues and all that. I, I just how that team would would show up if they would be use it to their uh, advantage and, and it not bother them, or if they would fight and compete against a really good team at, at, on the road. And but I, I thought uh, Casey, you're you, you know you you saw the defense play well. I think you saw the offense uh, play well until Barron went down. I think they really don't. They don't have an identity on offense right now because they can't keep enough people healthy. I mean, the offensive line w- was a mess. You were missing two starters. Uh, you lost, I think, you you played without a wideout in Trey Cleveland, and then you lost two more as the game would go along. And you just, you know, you just can't get any traction at all. And and we can we can take issue with some of the play calling and and some of that, but you just don't have. I mean, because I, I would just. I, I keep asking myself, okay, if, if I was if I was you know needed uh, five, where am I going with it? Uh, who who am I calling? What number am I dialing up? And that that's the frustrating part is TCU plays without Johnston. Um, you know he played the first series and he's there in that wideout. We talked about uh, him a lot last week, and yeah. they just got enough playmakers and a quarterback that is that's healthy and it it just kind of figures it out. He does not over i mean does max duggan and i just think that you you just because I, I i don't think tyler looks like himself uh i think whenever baron now that you look back on it when baron went down i just don't know if you really had a chance and that's frustrating uh to kind of try to figure out what you're what you how you're gonna beat a really good team when you just don't there's just not anything you can dial up that you feel really good about uh and and it i didn't think the officiating was was very good and i hate i hate uh blaming that and and pointing at that but the the phantom face mask call was just uh, that's a tragedy man because that that totally changes the game uh from an elite uh an elite player with about 15 scouts in the audience he makes an unbelievable play and you take it away from him and he did nothing wrong and i think that you're up 17 to 13 at that point and yet you've got to be able to be good enough to overcome some of those things and you're just not you're not there yet yeah, and maybe offer up an idea to the Big 12 to not force teams to be good enough to overcome their bullshit officiating because that was another one that uh, is going to go down in history as memorable for all the wrong reasons, Chris. And we had one yeah. just like that last time around against Baylor. Uh, what, what are you hearing here as we process leaving Fort Worth uh, regarding Baron Morton's injury? Yeah, I mean, he, he was in a boot uh, on the sideline. Uh, you know, in the second half, and I, I think he's, you know, I, I would be surprised if he's available against Kansas. I just would. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to say that, that definitively, but I think it'll be a decision between Donovan and Tyler in some order, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see them both play, but I don't feel, I don't necessarily feel great about either option. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if they do either. Uh, I think that Donovan is just it's it's a turnover issue and I think that when you look at Tyler and he admitted this after the game his his mind and his brain is very engaged he's locked in I just think but as he said his his body hasn't quite caught up yet I just don't see the zip on the ball I don't see uh you know just the same level of kind of quickness and it's just hard when it whenever you're you, you miss two months it's not his fault it's just the reality of the situation that he's in right now but 
he if they're going to go with him, I mean he's he's got to he's got to be more assertive with his throws and he's got to get get that zip back. And it's maybe we're asking for too much, but that's that's what I would tell you on the on the quarterback situation. But it's just weird to me that you're about to see a six and three Kansas team come into your stadium and you're you're four and five. I mean that's the that's the harsh reality of where you're at right now. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. I, I'm curious what you thought about the Horn Frogs. Uh, first season, or I'm sorry, first game of the season, they scored less than 38. We talked about that at halftime. Uh, they had six offensive points. I mean, I really thought Tim DeRuiter's bunch was was doing some good stuff against an offense that had been flying high. Um, Kendra Miller, incredible. I mean, he's got 158 on 21 carries. He alone had as many carries as Thompson Brooks and Valdez had combined uh, for the Red Raiders, but do you think that Texas Christian, up close and personal, they look like a college football playoff team, or how do you gauge a still unbeaten uh, Horn Frogs team? No, I, I think to, to me, I, I think they're they're close to running out of gas. I think they were ready to be beat yesterday. Uh, you weren't mm. good enough to do it, and uh, I think that Texas and or Baylor will beat them. That's my take. I, I, I yeah, again, but I, I would love to be not very good and be nine and zero. If that, that's the way you want to <laughs> right. phrase it, you know, I mean, or, or 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 not great, you know, and yeah, you know, I but but they are you know because they have a quarterback man that he just kind of figures it out. It doesn't necessarily yep. look pretty, but he doesn't put his team in a bad spot. Uh, he throws the ball away. He'll take a sack. Uh, he's remained healthy. And and he kind of just outlasts the opponent, and then he's got enough juice around him because Kendra Miller was was he was, and and he's a guy that can really he flipped the field a couple of times with a couple of, of runs that you know you had him pinned down, and he he breaks off a forty yarder yep. and flips the field, and it's and they you know Darius Davis uh, they they get you on a special teams play when uh, Austin McNamara probably outkicked his coverage a little bit. And that's Darius's Davis's, I think, his fifth punt return for a touchdown in his career. And so th- th- those are just kind of the little things because everybody points to offense. so much else that's wrong or that you're just not quite good enough. And again, as good as the defense d- played, and I did think they had a really good game. They were in the backfield a variety of times. You just got to figure out a way to get the ball loose. Your team needs help. You've got to make those plays that – that takes points off the board or puts your offense in an easy spot or go score your, your, your own. And that it, it's just, it's so frustrating just kind of watching it uh, all together because you're just kind of, and you've established yourself as, is kind of this middle of the pack to lower end big 12 team. And, yeah. and here's the, here's the scary part. You've been outscored in your four big 12 losses and, and this is this is a two you know two part problem. You've been scored seven in your four Big Twelve losses in the fourth quarter. So so that 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 just tells you don't you're not getting it done offensively, and you're certainly not out you know like get done on defense as the game goes along. You just kind of run out of gas. But that that is a drastic number. Uh, and I think I've done the math right. Seventy to seven in your four Big Twelve losses in the fourth quarter, and the only touchdown was uh, the the points you scored was Tyler Shuck, you know, running that in and in, in at the very end of the game against TCU. Oh, wow, that is an amazing number to consider, an amazingly nauseating number uh, to yeah. consider. Long time that fourth quarter has been pesky for the Red Raiders. If you didn't have to play that one, what kind of team could you be, <laughs> um, Chris? I, you know, I'm really thinking about. 
Texas Tech's resiliency because, as I've said, and I still feel this way, you know, the record that you have or that you're headed towards is not shocking, is not a crisis. I thought Tech would be doing very well to get to six and six this season. Um, and it, you're kind of in that that range, I guess I would say. But the ability to be resilient, bounce back, continue to compete, et cetera, uh, is what I thought we saw early in the season. That's what I wanted to continue to see. We kind of questioned it a little bit in the second half last week, but I don't know that we went so far to say that that was the case. And I got to tell you, I know what the fourth quarter looked like. I know what the final score was in Fort Worth. But I, I saw a team that was fighting their butts off again, and I'll take some solace in that fact, I suppose. I guess you were seeing the same thing probably up close. Yeah, and, and, and Casey, and I think Joey saw the same. I mean, you get a fourth down stop at the end of the game when you could have easily given up another touchdown. I mean, you, you and you come back and score. Uh, you know, Cameron Valdez is a guy that we've been talking about some. I, I, I'd like to see more of that. He needs to get better being a complete running back. Um you know, but th- there's some juice that that I think you desperately need. You you see his speed, but I, I just appreciated. Yeah, so they they fought. They had a a, a, a sorry ass Friday, man. I mean, we all did, and it, it was very frustrating. <laughs> and so I just don't know. I, I wasn't sure what you'd get, but those kids are resilient, and 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 now they face Casey. You know what? What I feel like is really, if you go to a bowl game, this is a game you've got to win on Saturday at your place uh, with a six o'clock kick against Kansas, a team that's already bowl eligible. This is just a game that you need to uh, you you need to rally, and you need to be very resilient again, and you need to figure out a way to 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 beat Kansas, um, and it won't necessarily be easy. And again, it bizarro world that i'm saying that but um that that's the reality of where you're at but i but they'll keep doing that they'll keep fighting and and playing hard um that i think i think you're going to give it you give yourself a chance to play a 13th game this season for sure hope so still got the opportunity and uh even that would be a surprise to some uh six and six five and seven i think were the most popular preseason projections for texas tech even from red raider faithful uh so you still got the opportunity to uh, hopefully get back to a bowl game uh, for another season. Chris, appreciate the time as always, man. Uh, you're not sitting on a runway in Fort Worth, are you, as we're having this conversation? I just want to make sure. <laughs> God bless, man. I I, I, can't, I wouldn't wish that on anybody, man. No. If somebody is as tall as I am, that is not a fun place to be, man, stuck on a crane. Well, of course, it was, it was you and a bunch of other really tiny guys. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, oh. Glad you made it back either way. You're not on a tarmac. You're not in an airplane. You committed no federal crime by bursting out of an airplane window that I know of. (laughs) I would have. So kudos to you for your patience, man. Thanks for the time, Chris. Appreciate it, Casey. Keep hope alive. And there you have it, ladies and gents. That's how the dust settles this time around as the Red Raiders are hitting the ground running this week, looking up once again at a sub-500 record, but still a path out there to get to a bowl game, no doubt about it, and certainly kind of makes you feel this week at Jones Stadium with the Kansas Jayhawks coming to town is resembling something along the lines of a must-win game as far as that effort is concerned. You want to get to a sixth win, you want to get back to a bowl game Really feels like you've got to have this one at home against a 6-3 and three and now bowl-eligible Kansas Jayhawks football team coming out to West Texas. Keep it here on Locked on Texas Tech throughout the week. We've got new episodes coming each weekday and plenty of bonus episodes 
coming at you this week as well as Mark Adams and the Red Raider men's basketball team getting things started Monday night from United Supermarkets Arena. So you want to make sure you're subscribed so you never miss any videos whenever they hit the streets. And it's going to be a busy, busy week moving forward now as we begin to turn the calendar towards Tech basketball season so subscribe if you haven't so far thanks to those who have and get episodes on youtube or anywhere you get podcasts for the only chris level i'm casey cowan we'll see you next time around on locked on texas tech